0: Oh, it's time. Stripes, Cincinnati, we gon' rise and up. Uh, in the jungle, we unite and up. Uh, Trippin' you on your black and white. Who day when we fight, live and die in these stripes. Uh. Now who got to move rocking on? Stripes, now who wanna move crossing on? Stripes, now who wanna move bottom? If you got stripes, then you let the city know you rock them. Yeah we. Got
1: Welcome to another episode of Bengals and Brews. I am Del Altman, joined by my co-hosts, Theo and Jero, Derek Davis, Who Joe, Joseph Strick. Joe has a tractor running in the background at times. We're working with this audio. We do not hear it right now. He cannot hear it when it comes in, so you guys may hear it. <laughs> mean, Derek can hear it. He cannot. It comes in and out. So that could be fun. Marcus Bailey is going to be on this show. He's going to join around 3.30, so it's going to give you guys some time to get some questions in on the side for him. We've got plenty as well, so some of them may be similar. We'll try to get as many questions in. He's probably giving us anywhere between a half an hour, 45 minutes. You never know. If the man's having a good time, maybe a little longer. So what's up, guys? What's going on? You hey, know, man. I'm a... Uh... I'm ready for some XFL football tonight,
2: boys. I mean, Anybody else excited for he that?
3: He literally bought XFL gear, hey, people. I, I know. I mean...
2: I'm I'm here to rep my guy, Drew Plitt, you know, leveling high zone.
1: I mean, I do like the blue, like, to be it's fair. Sharp. It's
2: pretty fire, yeah. It, But it kind of reminds me of the, the Panthers a little bit, so I don't know how I feel yeah. about that, but...
1: But you got the giant fucking XFL on the hat, so... I'm, Rob, I'm channeling Rob my Lowe, inner... Rob Lowe. I'm
2: channeling my inner Rob Lowe with the
1: hat.
3: NFL. i haven't been able to bring myself to actually watch any xf no me neither is it is it is it fun to watch there it
4: was actually
2: so last week's game was it was entertaining the whole way drew he went out very first pass of the game he just lobbed one
1: Uh uh-oh Derek is frozen Joe unmutes yes. his mic, and that I hear a of, distance yeah. in the track, tractor in the distance sound.
3: We're having all sorts of problems.
1: We are just on a roll for when Marcus <laughs> comes in.
3: We're not used Absolutely. to having shows Sunday at three. <laughs> so I mean, it shouldn't
4: best. matter, but people
2: people hogging the bandwidth at three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs>
4: Assholes, go back to church.
2: <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. But yeah, interesting game. Interesting game. Absolutely. Well, we didn't really know what you said because you went like this. No, AJ McCarron looks good too. He's looked pretty good for yeah,
3: that.
1: Standard. But so in the chat, can you hear that like noise?
3: Yeah, let me let let, me know let if us you guys know. Maybe it's just
1: me and Derek, and so we can battle through. Yeah, for Joe's sake, but absolutely, if not, good God, I'm gonna lose my effing mind. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I checked uh, Fiji. I checked on I checked on the the DC game as well earlier. I think it was like 14-14, but it's it's very interesting because they got like you can run one point plays, two point plays, three point plays for the extra point, and yeah. it it makes mm-hmm. this stuff
1: really exciting. So, all
3: right, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop off and mess around with my connection. And I'll I'll hop back on a little bit.
1: All right, buddy, sounds okay. good. Got, right. got my nephew in the chat, Braden. What's up, buddy? Yeah. Called me earlier. I was trying to power nap before the show.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Man, I got to tell you, Tap
2: Brewery, world's best boss. I'm drinking my wife's beer.
1: Yeah, she saw that in the <laughs> fridge, right?
2: Yep, she saw it in the fridge. And she said, "Is that mine? I said, "Well, depends on how about bossy you are tonight." But it's a coffee porter. It's actually pretty darn good.
1: Yeah, no Fiji, I did not see. yeah, exactly.
4: Yeah. And yeah, it's worse Josh when we're Gordon silent.
1: Catch. Yeah, did not see the Josh Gordon catch. So the combine, okay, I know uh, there are quite a few of you are in here. We we went like two hours talking combine. Some of this stuff was coming in last night, and yeah. everyone just on Twitter lost their mind over Darnell Washington. And I'm literally like, I've been saying that he's projected around under four <laughs> seven. Like that's yeah. it's like known, but you still put on his tape and the man only had 25 catches. Yeah. Georgia does pass the ball a lot because their other tight end who's not mm-hmm. draft eligible at 63 catches. <laughs> like yep. absolutely. Yeah. And that I, guy, that guy's gonna be the man at tight end. So he's yeah. just not draft eligible. But Washington, I don't know. You just want to see more. And some of his mobility, I'm like, where he's just so damn big. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, he ran the forty well, but it's like okay. Sometimes I just worry about his overall movement, athleticism, yeah. like being such a big dude. You can run in a straight line fast, but can you
2: can you do that quick twitch, the stuff that the Titans need to get off of a linebacker and stuff like that? Of course, yeah. just how big he is, you know, he might be able to do those, you know, just reach up and grab it like the way uh, Dalton used to throw him to Tyler Eifert. Remember that?
1: Yeah, but he was also listed at 280 at Georgia and come in at 263. So it's like how much did he oh, come okay. in to make sure that, you know, Yeah, what's he actually play at? And his athleticism too is is a question I have, but I mean, mm-hmm. not knocking the guy. Like I still have him as tight end two. I still have Mayor's tight end one. Yeah. mayor he did what he was expected to do. Like mm-hmm. everybody's like blowing my mind. It's like, well, he's only six four and two forty nine. I'm like, I have him listed right here at six four and two. I got. I'm like, I, it was the same. Like it was what he was supposed to be.
2: Yeah, I gotta say I was a little disappointed with his forty time, but but everybody- I just.
1: He's not a blazer and like anything, yeah. you know, as long as he didn't run into four eights or whatever. Like, yeah, your guy, on the other hand, Payne Durham, whew, god, four nine. I didn't get to see his. One, what was his like a four nine one? Oh, golly, I think to me, I said threshold. If even if you put threshold as four seven five, that's like you just can't. That's
2: Broderick. Just, Broderick Jones just ran a four nine eight. At what, what was he yeah, reading? he's a big old boy.
1: Yeah, so that's my concern with that. And then, yeah, uh, yeah this guy, he, oh my god, man, we he was best laser. I did 40, do that. 40 inch vertical too. Oh, I saw Eleven that. Yep. foot broad jump. Uh, he had, and then today the bench press, he had twenty three reps, most tied for most of the tight ends. So like, mm. and he ran a four or five, and he six seven two fifty five. He's to look good on my thumb. That's why I'm like, dude. Yeah. Oh, he had a has a ten on his rat score. Yeah, he's. Low. I didn't get to see. I, I figured he would be a ten. Yeah, and like that's what I mean. Like he old Dominion, but he was Penn State recruit. So he's a four star recruit and Penn State has a lot of good tight ends, like year mm-hmm. after year after year. So the fact they you know originally he committed there and was there, that tells you a lot at least of, you know, the talent that he has. So I don't know. I, I'm just I had him as a fifth round guy and I'm not gonna move him up like oh he's a second round guy now, just off of like right. It doesn't work that way. But mm-hmm. he may Move up around because I said guys like Payne Durham, mm-hmm. I got to move them down. Like, you can't run a 4.9 yeah. and not be yeah. moved down because I was liking him. But
2: know, it, it also makes you go back to the tape to see, okay, can I see – am I seeing this on the tape, you know, or is he just looking like a men amongst boys, you know, because of, of – where he plays at and stuff like
1: that. Yeah, where he's just, okay, He here he is wide open making this catch, but in the NFL, like, if you're expecting to get anything out of him as a true player, bro, he ain't going to be getting open, like. Yeah. And then, Greg, DeJuan Jones,
2: the I thought DeWan looked good. Um Yeah, he's not the fastest. I think, what was this? his, his 10-yard split was – uh what, 483, 493?
1: I don't know. I do have all this stuff up, so if you guys like – Okay. I have the NFL – comp. just, you know, to look yeah. quickly and flip back and forth.
2: Yeah, tell me what, what the ones was. Um, I do sure, know – I'm having to look- go far
1: – oh, yeah, he's at the bottom of 1.92 10-yard split. 192. So, he's at the bottom of all the linemen. Yeah. That's like big 1.68. Drills.
2: Yeah, he looked good on the cone drills, but, I mean, for being that big, it probably is – tough to get that up and moving, so that might be a knock against
1: him. Yeah, I don't have any three-cone results for him. I don't see that he done the vertical or the uh broad jump either. Okay. At least I, I don't have that. Unless I'm overlooking it. He might Honestly, not have, he, I mean... He ran to 40, which, I mean, his 10-yard split is from that, so...
4: Yeah.
1: And, I mean, his 40 was... wasn't fast by any means, 5.35, but... Uh, He's just a
2: mountain to get around, and yeah. that's what they even said. Like watching his tape, he
1: well, and his arm length. Quick, you yeah, know. he's not quick
2: to move. He's not, but he just—you have to go three, four steps to get around the guy just to get around him standing still. So that's what he has, you know. And that's that's ideal, not ideal, but that's right tackle. Most of them are. That's the kind of what they look like.
1: Yeah, let's give uh Stranger his props here on Zach Kuntz. So he's been on him. And uh yeah, he may not be a late round gym anymore. Maybe mm-hmm. more uh fourth, fifth round third, guy. Yeah. I see somebody take him in the third. Like like yeah. I am in the fifth and I may bump him to the fourth because guys that'll slide down. But if somebody would take him in the third, that would not be surprising because someone's again six seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <And> just <laughs> the testing was elite. Right. I I could
2: see somebody like Kansas City snagging him or or even, you know, if we're not looking at him, it's the third round, obviously. But I could see somebody like KC, Philadelphia, teams like that, where they need a second
1: guy. Yeah, and uh, Shelly here, James's mom. You know, James has been struggling still with his headaches. I know I I talked to him. uh, Well, we have a group chat together, but we don't always talk Mm -hmm. about that. But I was talking to him on the site, I think it was Thursday, and he was saying that he still has them, um, still having headaches from when he had COVID, which was like a few weeks ago at least. And, I mean, uh, it's a headache every day that doesn't go away. So that's like the worst. So, I mean, really thought a lot mm-hmm. of thoughts and prayers with our, our brother, Cincy James, because, I mean, you know, he's going to get in, have an MRI and stuff and see what's going on, hopefully get it figured out because, I mean,
4: hmm.
1: you know, that, that's our boy there. So, yeah. What are you laughing about? Uh, freaking that! See, exactly. this our, uh, we're giving all the thoughts and prayers, Derek. You could have waited to read. Like you I couldn't. You could have waited, waited read. to read. I was just looking through them all, and you I couldn't wait this. to laugh. You couldn't hold it in. Couldn't. <laughs> could so Washington third oh, leg. Just because, because of the faster. group chat.
2: Just because of the group chat, I see a zoomed in photo. But uh, you know, yesterday when I was doing our <laughs> banquet and stuff. Yeah, oh, by the way, Shelly,
1: that zoomed in photo was from your son, James, of uh, (laughs) Darnell Washington's, yeah,
2: yeah. But yesterday, like last night, we got home last night at 2 o'clock in the morning from the banquet, and I just happened to finally look at my phone. 243 text messages from one single group chat. That's all I've got to say.
1: Well, you know what? The combine was going on. (laughs) What do you expect? And I was doing a show oh, for man. two hours,
2: you know? I know, I know. And I looked at it, and I'm like, I just clicked on it and clicked back out. I'm like, I'm not going through all this.
1: And, and then Marissa and I watched a movie. We watched Talladega Nights again. Just sometimes you got to watch Talladega hey. Nights.
2: Oh, I laughed. It hard.
1: Oh, it's so That's good.
2: It. I am paralyzed.
1: Like, <laughs> you know, I'll yeah. I take a knife in my leg. And then they're trying to get it. He's like, put this other knife in there. And then it's like, work around the – Oh gosh. This everything. I love man. It's, love it's, that movie, man. It's so good. Nice kid. I'm going to be on your ass like a spider monkey, Chip. <laughs> I'm going like. to hop up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, it's <just> so good. <laughs> it's so great.
2: Oh, you got man. Cal What's driving beer? around. i like... with beer can titties. Hey, exactly. Exactly,
1: Kelly. <laughs> What's up, oh, Kevin? We are waiting on Marcus Bailey. I know we said three. He needed to push back till 3.30. Whenever he joins, we're going to wait on him to give us the thumbs up and stuff, but he will still be here. So, we just wanted to go ahead and start at three, keep everything on track, talk to the beautiful people here while we could. Then we'll have a great interview with him. Who did, Joe? We're going to see if the tractor's still revved up. How does it sound? No tractor. No tractor right now. No tractor
2: yeah. right now. So,
1: yeah. Now he's freezing. Now he's... <laughs> oh, No. <laughs> This poor, this poor, poor man.
2: That just reminds
1: me of
3: my.
2: Yeah, yeah. Everything Uh, sounds good.
3: You guys sound weird now to me, but. You sound like you're (laughs) like in a bathroom a little bit, but it's better than having
1: a tractor running. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
3: I'm going to keep messing with it, but I'll I'll listen. Try to chime in.
1: Yeah. Oh, Shelly Shelly got to meet James Brooks yesterday. That's pretty cool because we, we were literally talking about James Brooks and like how he is a smaller guy, but how he mm-hmm. blocked his ass off and stuff. Like, because going into some of these running backs, you know, they're getting ready to test today. It's like the Jameer Gibbs and stuff. He's very small. Five, what he, yeah. His measurements today is like 5'9, 199. Mm-hmm. And I like the guys of patchcaster and stuff, but could you ever expect? <laughs> I just, he's not going to give you anything in pass blocking.
2: Yeah. I got to ask. Did you see my guy, Sidney
1: Brown? Did you see him? <laughs> he didn't test that like great. He, I thought he did. I was mean, like mid. I just. You just having a was rational one at him for, at him safety for a safety,
2: or was, was you looking at him for a nickel corner?
0: It would match. I want
2: to see what his numbers are, like if, if he was to test for, for
1: nickel corner. Okay, okay, all right. Maybe I'm wrong a little bit. So, he ran a 4.47. So, I thought he ran the four or five. So, already I'll give him that, right? hmm And he was third of the safety. He's at safety on here. So, third with his 10-yard split. Let's see what Vert... Vert, he got 40... Uh, you're looking better and better. His raz is probably really good. I, Over told you a 40 I thought inch he bird. pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I just... Man, I kind of we didn't even talk about the safeties yesterday. We just kind of stuck mm-hmm. with corners, and then the tight ends was coming in. So, yeah, and yep. he had an almost eleven foot broad jump, second in that. Let's see, three. There's only times for two guys in the three cut. Does everybody like? Nah, that ain't no good <laughs> coming from that drill. Not nah, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> bench, bench. He had twenty three reps. <laughs> so I, I told you, I thought he looked good. I bet his rats. When is you up said there. he was mid, i I the only thing I
2: got to see was Sidney Brown. So I was gonna I say, I <laughs> should know that if you went
1: out of your way to find one guy and just yeah. let me watch this man sweat and work yeah, exactly. out it was Sidney Brown. It was it's good. the underwear
2: Olympics, man. Like, I gotta watch the dudes I like. But yeah, I thought he looked good. I, I really did, but and I what? like I said before, I don't really necessarily think he'll be a maybe he could be the next Bombell replacement in a few years, but I, you know, we got Mike Hilton's contract up next year, right?
1: Yeah. And I don't see him as that. I I think he is the safety, but he's a guy who can almost play in the box too. And like bomb Mm belt, like, I mean, here's the thing though. Okay. So you're, you're, you're hoping he makes it to the end of the second to take him. And that's if we don't resign bell. Yeah. You don't want to have to use back-to-back picks on safeties. Like, that to me would not be ideal. Oh, in the first the round, you mean? Yeah, for like, yeah, first two rounds. No, for the first round. Okay, yeah, back, no, to I back years. I'm
2: not saying because I'm, I, hell, I was thinking in the third round. But if you if you think he tested that out of the third round,
1: oh well, I and I already had him rated as a second round guy. So I that's okay. what I'm saying. I think it would be tough to see him last till sixty. That's having having the end of the round <laughs> picks is like you might as well mm-hmm. push around and. I'm not saying it could he make it till six. I'm not one of those guys that's like no way he'll be there. There's you know, there may be fifteen guys like for pick twenty-eight that I'd say very unlikely to be there. Yeah. You know, but it's always hard to be like, that dude ain't fall. That's everybody's like, Darnell Washington's not even gonna fall to twenty eight now. It's like there's still a pretty good chance of that.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Now, did anybody get to go to the uh was it Tyler Boyd and C T B? Or was it? It was CCB Today It's today. Oh, is it today? Is anybody in the chat going today to the, the signing? Well,
1: they're probably there. Let us know.
2: Were, let
4: us know. I don't probably what not. Was it? I thought it was five.
1: <laughs> Maybe. Where's it uh, at? It was in somewhere in Cincinnati. I don't know. Freeland, who's testing really well, but he's like six eight, three hundred pounds, like, which they had his weight wrong earlier. They had him at like four hundred. I'm like. People were like, he gained hundred pounds the senior <laughs> <center bowl." laughs> Well, they did that
2: a couple of times. Who was the guy that that everybody was like, yeah, yeah, the an, arm Anton link. Harrison yep. from Oklahoma, Anton, the right yep.
1: tackle, potential right tackle that's in the mix with uh, Jones and Darnell Wright. They had him with a uh, thirty-one inch arms. Yeah, they said 34. this guy's a T-Rex. <laughs> like, Damn.
3: The thing I don't understand about the O-line combine, like, why are they having these guys run the forty? It doesn't honestly. It's
2: the ten yard burst, the twenty
1: yard.
3: Sure, yeah. Like just let him run
2: twenty. Yards. Well,
3: and you get your
1: ten yard split out of it, so yeah. whatever. And yeah, was it true. not majestic seeing DeJuan Jones, even though the time wasn't great? Just <laughs> like God. Just <laughs> like picture at that point, like he's running at you forty yards down the field, full speed. He can't oh, stop. He what,
3: can't what is stop. he? 360? Three, what 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 is he weighing? It
1: six eight. And it was 370-something? three. Ooh. It's almost 380, I think. I
3: <laughs> that is so a you
2: big see man. him coming around and just blasting a linebacker.
1: Yeah. And see, oh, like, uh, here's my thing. There's no guarantee he's going to. Like, I know these mock draft simulators. But you look at, like, Daniel Jeremiah and these people with their mock drafts and Dane Bruglers. I see all the time guys from the draft network. They have him end up going in the top 20. There's some mm-hmm. team that's gonna want to pick it and everyone's looking for linemen, right? So you mean we can't get Dewan Jones at sixty? Yeah. No. <laughs> or the third round, like you know yeah, the third oh, yeah. round I've started seen, started. seen a lot of no, I'm not saying oh it'll never happen, but there'll be a problem if yeah. it does. Like honestly, there'll be an issue. Like mm-hmm.
4: right.
1: you don't want to guys like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Who didn't give up any sacks last year. Like, you know, it's not like oh, it's just he's a freak measurement wise, like he has really good tape, and he played at a big-time school. Like,
4: mm-hmm.
1: And he's just a mountain, literally a mountain. The mountain. Yeah. That the be- mountain. Well, he's Big Thanos already, so he already has a great nickname.
2: Oh, is that what his nickname is? Yeah, his nickname oh. is
1: Big Thanos. So That's- He's not just
2: Thanos. He's big enough already. Is, <laughs> he is Big
1: Thanos. <laughs> you got Thanos, yeah. and then you got
2: Dewan Jones up here. Mm-hmm. I love
3: that. Speaking of guys oh. that, that tested really well. I know I put a note out there that y- you respond to on Twitter, Dale. Uh, Zach Kuntz. Um, mm-hmm. I say Kuntz. <laughs> is it Kuntz? <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard anyone say Kuntz and I, I, I didn't realize how it came out. I had never said his name out loud. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Never mind. It probably really is bad. We're canceled. In hindsight. You're trying to pronounce names, and we're canceled. I had
2: a, I had a teacher that was named Mr. Mr. Coons, and I always called him Coons. Yeah, we had one.
3: It's uh,
1: funnier that way. We had
2: one, Mrs. Coon. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
3: That Coon. Uh, out of Old Dominion. I will well, I probably shouldn't roof. have
1: said the name. Yeah, I probably can't tell the story. So I'll tell a story in another show where I don't say the <laughs> name in the same thing. So there's no way to get in trouble there. There
4: you go. But a very so, funny
1: story about go. a guy who was dating her daughter in high school and some things that was put oh, on her door.
2: On the next episode of Bengals and brews After Dark,
1: After Dark, <laughs> After belly dark. up to the bar. Yeah, there you go. Sorry, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Shenanigan Show. Oh man.
3: So so Coons, you had him graded. Like, what going on? he said. He
1: said <laughs> it was such authority.
3: <laughs> I said Coons.
1: Graded like round. Are you just beating your microphone now, Joe? I don't know. i to <laughs> my.
2: Is body. a cat? Is it a cat?
4: <laughs> Poor so, guy. So, kids, did I have him
1: rated? rated? Is this what you were asking? Where did I have him rated? Like uh, round wise, about yes. the fifth? I had him around the fifth round. So,
0: I could see moving
1: him into maybe the fourth, is what I was saying while you were gone.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I saw our boy Greg talking about him second or third. I'm like, hey, I could see someone take him a in the third
1: because it's like, well, the, the, what you're getting there that you think you could yep. do with that? <clears throat> I've seen guys have gone. I mean, Atiyasi, wasn't he a second or third round pick for the Patriots? Like, and he was. He, well, remember, Patriots always pick guys around too early, too. So. But you know what I'm saying? I could see a team taking. Mm-hmm. I can the fucking Patriots. I can see the Patriots being like, <laughs> yeah. I won't even rule out the second round with the Patriots, but I can see them taking him in the third round. Hey, and
2: they're always picking guys up. I mean, they've. They've drafted two running backs the last two years. The two years before that, they they picked up, or the year before that, they picked up two guys in free agency. So they're they're looking to find that next grunk, and they just can't find him yet.
1: So Greg's asking him if we think Mayer will still be there at twenty eight. I I think it's He's the still same. Hard to, I think it's yeah. the same as it was before. I think nothing no. changed with
2: the yeah. I he he draft or he tested like he had
1: on tape. Yeah, he's yeah. not going to be overly explosive yeah. and get separation like that is Literally, I have written down that, but he makes yeah. tough, contested catches. He is a damn good blocker, and he does make those tough catches. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's I mean, he been could, productive, like you've seen him produce.
3: He could go as high as 15, or he could go to 40. And yeah. then...
1: hey,
2: real quick, we got about six minutes-ish until our guy, Marcus Bailey, comes on. Just a real quick, like, kind of recap or what or projection. What do you think is going to happen here? What is it? Not next week, but the following week in free agency.
1: It's the 15th is the first day. So we're 10 days out. Yeah. Which, whoo, that gets me excited. I don't know Mm -hmm. how much movement we're going to probably lose some guys. We're going to probably see that probably before we see us sign someone. Mm -hmm. Yep. But I'm just rationally getting my hopes up for no reason for Jawan Taylor. I've just convinced myself so bad that you can take Mixon's money saved and Collins' money saved and use that directly to get Juwan Taylor and solidify your right tackle spot for the next three to four years. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why don't we just do that? Why don't we just do that? Sounds easy, right? You don't know Mm -hmm. what, I have no clue what he's going to get. I don't know what, you know, where he wants to play, nothing like that. I'm just saying like, to me though, I'm like, gosh, he's only 25. He's, you know, been yep. solid at right tackle already. You know you're going to get a solid guy, and you don't have to worry about, oh, is this guy going to fall in the draft or that guy? Yeah, that's
2: and what then, I Taylor, want as a
1: right tackle. But I, I don't know.
2: Taylor Taylor LeJuan, man, just because of that one clip when he said that, it, it made me fall in love with the guy just because he wants to be here. But Dude, I know Taylor there's a LeJuan? lot more guys. There's a lot more guys out there. I was talking to Juwan here. Taylor. I know. I'm Taylor. Saying, okay. Yeah, I'm saying this. that's one of the guys that I'm one. Because I just...
3: He's you know, a left tackle. Yeah.
2: I know. If he comes back healthy, then I'm willing to, to say, okay,
3: let's see what you got for your final year. To, re- to replace Jonah or it was like a swing pack? Yeah, tackle. to
2: replace Jonah. Or, okay. or even, not even necessarily to replace him, make him battle it out. Yeah, I think the he's gonna, if he plays, I
1: think he's still going to want too much money, even though he's had a couple of injuries that? over the last three years. I mean, most likely. I mean, I don't know. It's yeah. hard to those guys, you know. Well, he's already got the busting with the boys and all that stuff, where it's like, yeah, why he's the hell would I go and play like for nothing? Yeah,
4: I don't. Yeah, he know.
3: just wants a ring, right? And
1: maybe that be, and maybe he sets out half the seat. Maybe that's a guy that's you know maybe he would be a guy that would be around and something happens late in the season. Second half of the season, there's an injury. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going and putting much money into a 32 year old left tackle that I don't know would give you any more than what you're going to get out of Jonah. Who's younger. Yeah. With with still some upside because he's not going to be as injured as hopefully as last year.
3: Yeah. And usually these guys, as they like get into the late career and they just want to win a ring they don't want to sign with the team too early because they don't want to go through trading games. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, they just want true. to chill, sign yeah. on, and just go play games. Well, and his
1: co host Will Compton has been doing that
3: for like four <laughs> yeah. years. So. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're
2: right. So you know they've been talking about it. like
1: eh, just... yeah, I don't see him as when free agency starts, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. being one of the twelve oh one signings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So But if you want Jawan Taylor, he's he's probably gonna be like he going to be one of those day one yeah because he's so young and
4: yeah mm-hmm. 20, I, I thought the
1: jaguars is going to franchise 25 25 okay wow i thought the jaguars is going to franchise it for for those reasons and now they're mm-hmm. late, like or at least chapter put that did they end up franchising or
3: i, I don't said think they've they done it yet
1: they've gotten to what
4: um, yeah they then, don't have
1: to do it yeah but, but yet. yeah but if they're gonna yeah, maybe the they're, franchise on ingram yeah, and let Taylor get to free agency. That's why, I like, I was just kind of expecting that's what was going to happen. So now I've let myself get excited about the thought yeah. of adding him. Let me ask you this. Carson
2: Wentz for backup. Oh, Jesus
3: Christ. Who what for backup? Think? I'm sorry, I missed it.
2: Wentz. Do you think he'll cost too much? Because everybody's kind of, like, sick, though. Seems like everyone's kind of sick of him. And I don't Honestly, think the talent would be... I think he's
1: a He's a top forty quarterback, in my opinion. I don't want him. Um, but I could still see him getting four or five million a year. Okay. Which, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. To go somewhere behind a young quarterback or somebody that picks up one of these uh, draft picks this season. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to invest. Should anymore, be any
1: though. minute, Foxy.
2: And- yeah. Don't worry, Foxy. I'll mute my mic here in a minute.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to invest any more than 1.5 into a yeah, backup I'm, quarterback. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he ain't worth it.
1: Well, as we're waiting on Marcus Bailey, I'm going to uh, stay here and sound only for a minute. All right, rip that heater. Now you don't need to. You don't need to be putting my business out on yeah. here. I do that enough All myself. Right. <laughs> So, i did too of much way, of that already trust
2: me that that I was gonna say that reminds me so last night a real quick story last night at the uh the banquet i had this lady come up to me and she goes she goes because i was working the cup game it was ten dollars for a uh little plastic cup redneck fine china to win one of these guns They have one in 350
1: chance of winning the gun she's Thank like God. we're gonna lose all our listeners if he starts talking <laughs> about his redneck prom
2: <laughs> she was like she was like so how much is a cup and i told her all this situation and stuff and then um, then she goes she goes okay I just need a cup because I am a teacher and I don't want my kids see me drink beer I'm like trust me I know all about that I've got a buddy of mine and I, I except like, you know, he I except
1: work. he chooses to give no fucks yeah <laughs>
3: He chooses to he broadcast his <laughs> <Yeah. something> live <laughs>
2: on oh, a yeah, daily basis. Yeah, you... <laughs> oh, I loved it. It cracked me up though. So I was thinking about you, Dale. Even though you you're, you're always not thinking, to come,
1: you're always thinking about me. Just tell the truth.
2: That, that's true. That's true. Oh man, I
1: love it. Even though I never hardly really get to talk to you, you're always thinking
2: I'm, of me. Hey, I'm here at least once a week. It's <laughs> <If> that. <laughs> oh no alright uh, Marcus said just a few more minutes he's trying to get the connection and stuff set up make sure it's all squared yeah way,
1: so. that is something he warned us about last night is yep. he did not have mm-hmm. a great connection with Willie I said hey we'll work with it the same link, link works if you gotta come back out and come back in hey it's 3.30 on a Sunday I ain't got nothing to do for the next couple hours we'll get this interview yep. in at some point right the only thing I gotta do is I got a
2: couple trees I got cut down
1: front yard too. other than that plenty of time to do that <clears throat> well my wife just showed up with another 12 pack because only had two beers left so i'm ready to row go row. Two you're ready to roll oh, yeah. if we need it boys i hear that thanks babe
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well so, and while, uh, <clears throat> while we're waiting i was gonna sh- show everyone the the new shirt that we put up on the merch store yep so we yeah. got our Internet Scout Team shirt. So this was inspired by our boy Tyler My- uh, Minerding. Hey, Doug, Tyler. Yep, we love Tyler. And the and site he uses wasn't going to
1: let him put it up to sell. And it was a little <laughs> different version. It was like in blue and yeah, stuff. Yeah, his,
3: but... his was like the the... NFL or draft blue, but we completely and, yeah. stole the idea from time. Yes, 100%. But we asked, we asked we, for his permission. And- I asked, I said, Hey, yep. do you want to partner on this? I said, you know, well, if we make any money off of it, you know, we'll split some profits with you. He's like, I don't want anything from you guys. Um, so he was, he was very kind to let us steal his idea. Um, so you can go to Bengals and Brews uh, dot selfie S E L L F Y dot store and i uh, make one of
2: them a crop top
3: yep and yeah it <laughs> comes in uh black and gray so check that out it's never gonna outsell our very best seller which yeah. foxy said he was wearing <laughs> in the chat i saw the beautiful yeah. can titty yeah. guy shirt Yep, yeah. we've got the subtle
1: flex shirt on there now we've got we you do. know the, the fumble in the jungle shirt on there is that a yeah. mug yeah we got mugs on there
3: yeah, the, the mug. I was just like showing my wife uh, the new shirts we put on there, and she's like, "That mug is cute. Like, we need one of those." Mm-hmm. See? Uh, yeah, it looks really sharp. Um, I added some some other gear with the the original logo. We got stickers up here, snapbacks, all sorts I, of stuff. I still
1: got to order me a hat. I'm just obviously trying to get my money up. Where Marissa just started back to her job, but I, I want to. Ha- I want the original beer bottle hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. Yeah, who, yeah, who, who there, was it like, that, that that bought bottom.
3: that and posted a picture of it? It looked so sharp. Was it Jungle oh, Jerry?
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know. remember who. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I think it was. Him. I
3: remember seeing somebody. Yeah. Yeah. It. it, be it turned that, out really sharp. The yeah, white hoodie that out. you
2: had on the other
1: day, Joe, looked looked really really good
3: too. The the uh, the hoodie. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the
1: white, right? Like at the bottom that you just had.
3: Uh yeah, it's this one and then, um uh, yeah, yeah this is the one that I was wearing the other night. Yeah. But yeah, they all look pretty cool. So yeah, cool. Yeah, you
2: can yeah they look great
1: colors and everything. So
2: hey real quick if I was to set an over hundred at five and a half of our players resigned
1: would you go over or under? I mean, I'd have to have the list in front of me right now, yeah. so that's a tough question. Because, I don't even know like,
3: how many there are, and are you counting the
1: like exclusive the, right, the guys, the UFA? Like, the, yeah,
2: yeah, all of them. Then that.
1: I would probably say over because you got like your Mitch Wilcox and stuff. Your, your, and I probably have that somewhere, but I literally have like 400 papers down here, guys. Oh,
0: so. <laughs> well, actually, sure no.
1: That. Okay, hold on. I could, I could find that because I have a, I have a buy team free agency here too, so. I have a little bit of everything that I try to keep on hand for you guys. Okay, so we've got Brandon Allen, Eli Apple, Jesse Bates, Von Bell, Trey Flowers, Clark Harris, Hayden Hurst, Chris Lamont, Samaje Piran, Jermaine Pratt, Drew Sample, hate to say his name, Max Sharping, Trent Taylor, Michael Thomas, and Travion Williams. You got like 15 so, guys there, right? That's what I'm saying. So Yeah, you're saying if it's yeah there's five, probably going to be
3: six or seven.
1: I'll say Brandon Allen I think they bring him back regardless yes, I do too. I'm, I'm hoping too. we bring back Vaughn Bell mm-hmm. i I wouldn't rule out Trey flowers because of special teams and yep. covering safeties um, I
2: think we can wait on Brandon.
4: him.
1: right potentially yeah. Hurst. potentially Samajé. I don't know about Pratt um and then you we'll get try. like maybe Michael Thomas and Travion I don't it'll be closer on that number five to me I mean I could yeah because I why think, I said it there. Yeah, it's I think
3: Sharping, like you know, they'll he'll come back for depth. You know, he'll mm-hmm. come back cheap.
1: Maybe yeah. if we look at Sharping in his last game, Wait. he'll come back for cheap. If we look yeah. at how he played, like against the Bills and filled in some other times, maybe he'll yeah. out. You know, when because teams are desperate and somebody might give him a better starting chance. Right, he's not starting for Kappa here. Yeah, no, but. I could, he's definitely a 50-50. Kappa's What'd you say there?
2: Like, 27? Kappa?
1: 28 or uh, 29, I'd imagine. Oh. He's probably getting, I don't know. That's just off the top of my head. I really don't know. I
3: will tell you.
1: Joe, you got to stop hitting your mic or whatever.
3: Now I'm typing. I think, so.
2: no, it's it's his, uh. it's this part. Oh, um,
1: like it yeah. runs on it? Yeah.
3: He just turned twenty eight.
1: Twenty eight,
3: okay. I mean, tw-
1: yeah. See, that's so and that's good. Jeff yeah, that's years, good. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad he's not twenty nine. I'm glad he's twenty eight. Is at twenty nine? Mm-hmm. Bourbon's still waiting on carrying this show. Carrying the show. Come yeah.
2: on. Carrying. Okay, I've right. invited
1: you on a million times. You're supposed to be on my free agency. So we'll see. Because that one Joe's setting out. So I'm counting on you, literally, for that one. <laughs> Parker Blake. Nope. Yep.
3: TVs. Yeah, I plan on doing the St. Paddy's Day one. That'll be a fun one.
1: We got so many. i got shows scheduled throughout the whole month, so.
3: Yeah, it's going to be been, busy.
1: Been hustling for the people. We'll see. Plus, I've just we'll been doing shows I'm daily feeling. lately.
2: I've got the old Snip Snip on the 17th, so that following Saturday. Or hey. Friday or Saturday? No, we're the same night.
1: It's the same night. Is it? Oh, God. Yeah, but didn't Travis do that when Travis was part of the show? He, he did put, it the following following day. Oh, are right? you sure? I don't know. It might have. Know. Not, I'm gonna have to ask him because if he did it the same day, you got nuts. No <laughs> You're one of the originals of the show. Yep. Hey, listen, if he so did if you, it, I'll do it. But yeah, you just have to put the uh, the peas on the old <laughs> the cold peas on the on the parts there. Once you well, get the yep. snip job. Well, yep. someone's
3: saving us from this line of conversation.
1: Mm. You good, Marcus? <laughs> the thumbs up. We're gonna bring right. Marcus Bailey in. What is up? What's going What's on,
2: up, man? Marcus? Thanks for thanks for joining the show.
5: Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm uh, apologize for making you guys have conversations you apparently don't want to be a part of.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you <laughs> did not want to hear about Derek's vasectomy, vasectomy <laughs>
5: surgery <laughs> yeah. coming up
1: at seventeen.
3: That's how bored we were getting. <laughs> hey, yeah. Kyle
1: Kasky had to hear about it when Travis, our other buddy, was on here, and, and yeah. he had his, and we had Kyle Kasky on. So you're in good company with Kyle Kasky.
5: Well, I appreciate the, the patience and uh, I guess the the persistence to reach out to me. They want to get me on the show and stuff. So um, I figured, you know, that time in the offseason now I might as well. So
1: we're we're big fans, man. Yeah,
5: I appreciate, fans, you on, yeah. appreciate that. I Appreciate. So like, tell me a little bit. Like, I really didn't, to be honest. I didn't. I didn't really do my full due diligence on the show and how it came to be. So you guys, you guys have probably done this a lot with guests, but can you give me like a little? You know, I know you guys are the hosts here, but can you give me a little bit? No, of a, you're good. A backstory of like, of uh, how this came to be and, and why you guys are doing it, what you're like, what you guys like to do. You, wanna yes, Dale, you want
2: to go? there I was going to say, it started. We were trying to, Dale and I, we were season ticket members, and we was, we decided to have a podcast, and we was trying to think of a name of the show. We were singing the song "Titties and Beer," and we wanted something to do with <laughs> beer because we love drinking beer. So that's kind of how it all started, and we was just like, you know what? We want to do something that is informational, but we also want to have fun with it because there's thousands of shows out there that are just give you all the information that you need to know. But how many shows, we're the number one, make fun of ourselves, being assholes on camera, that kind of stuff, podcast for the Bengals community.
5: Yeah, is that what the, that's what the stats say? That's
2: what the stats say. You look us <laughs> up for analytics. the –
1: <laughs> yeah.
5: So Derek and I didn't down.
1: actually know each other and we just randomly we ended up setting by each other is the thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like um and then throughout the season, this was uh two years ago, so neither of us had season tickets before that. So we get season tickets, and we become like our wives become best friends going to the games, we become like eh, acquaintances. Like he's kind of a dick. But um <laughs> so and then we were like, ah, we'll do Off-season came around last year, and we're like, ah, let's just start a show and have fun. We're talking all the time on the weekends. But I live two hours away from Cincy. He's an hour away, so it's not like we can hang out all the time in person. So this was a way to kind of, you know, keep our friendship going and have fun with it. So that's kind of how it started. We've been doing it now for about a year, and it's 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 been awesome. We uh were able to raise some money for, like, the Hayden Hurst Foundation and stuff like that through Betfred. I think we've raised – Actually, like in different giveaways, we we were able to raise almost like $5,000 total for for that foundation this year. So Mm -hmm. we're pretty proud of that to be able to do things based on this silly little idea we started,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: which kind of leads me. Do you have a foundation? Because maybe that'll be our goal this year since you're kind enough to come on with us.
5: Uh, I don't have my own foundation. There's been um, organizations that I have supported, Um, I think. An organ, uh, a foundation for myself is probably in the works at some point. Okay. Um, okay. So I just don't have one yet, but I, I will, I will be sure to let you guys know if I do. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm actually in Cincinnati right now. Uh, my place here, well, Kentucky, you know how it goes. Um, but I had <laughs> most people, people that are not from. like are so confused when I tell them I'm I live in Kentucky but I'm like I play for the Bengals they're like so confused
2: but we hear it all the time people are like yeah I'm in Kentucky right now and they're literally in downtown Cincinnati yeah Yeah. it's just
1: like right there (laughs) yeah
5: um but yeah I mean I just um this this year was the first year that I did I participated in the uh my cause my cleats Mm -hmm. um initiative through the NFL and um I partnered with an organization called the global food justice alliance and uh basically like their mission is to help get like um quality animal source protein uh, proteins to to uh people that people that need it um and so i reached out to them and then we had through the Bengals, we had done some work with the free store food bank here in Cincinnati. um and so we like for example uh during thanksgiving they through the Bengals, they set it up there, so we all go there and help with like the um, the food carousel there and give out turkeys and stuff. So I built, I started talking to um, the woman who runs it, Trisha Rayner, and so mm-hmm. um, you know kept a relationship with her, and then I was able to kind of connect um, a lot of the pieces and was able to get it set up to where we were raising money through the uh, Global Food Justice Alliance. But then I was getting all of the proceeds went to like feeding kids in around the Cincinnati area. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we ended up raising $10,000 between me from my post that week and then her on her side on her social media. And uh, that's why I'm actually in town this weekend, because on Thursday she came in town and uh, we met up and went to the one of the, the food banks. And, um, you know, I officially started the process of rolling them out. So uh, it was pretty cool to actually like have, even though it's not my specific organization, but to be able to contribute to it through something that I have access to. So uh, it was pretty cool. So that's one thing, I guess. Awesome.
1: Well, we'll keep in touch um, in general because, I mean, that's just something like we want to help out too the best we can, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, we want to support. And, and that's, I'm a teacher, so I live in around Portland, Ohio. It's a very big thing about, you know, you worry about kids that don't have meals, you know, even down here where I live. It's like, so that's something at the school we have, we have that, that like anybody that goes to the school can get it, you know, once a week you can get, come in and get a box of food and, and yeah. have that, and then they run it all summer long too. So, mm-hmm. so like, but I mean, yeah. Anyway, we can raise money. We would love to help, whether it's your foundation or something you're part of. So just just let us know anytime we can help. We've auctioned off stuff that we have, like you know, memorabilia we have, just whatever.
5: Yeah, I like the setups you guys got back there, especially you, Dale. You got. I see you got Clark's the goat back yeah, there.
1: Yeah, it, it said like uh, my buddy Matt that's in the chat here. He 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 got it signed because uh, he came on the show. Did almost four hours with us, the maniac that he is. <laughs> uh, yeah. The autograph says to my best friend Dale from Clark Harris. <laughs> yeah. so I had to frame that one up right behind me. I've got the Clark Harris jersey on too. That's my dude. Yeah. I got
5: was, he that. uh, was he intentionally quoting Step Brothers there when he did that?
1: Most likely <laughs> yeah. because uh, yeah, we, we talked about that during the show. We said, Oh, did we just become best friends? Like, yeah. So. <laughs>
2: yeah, Clark came on and he took the bot, the cap of the bourbon he had, he threw it in the garbage, he's like, I'm here for a good time, guys, so, yeah, yeah we were having, we were having a lot of fun, yeah, I was going to wear, this is the, uh, the Orange Arrow uh, costume that I got right here, I was going to wear that today, but I had to, had to rep my guy, Drew Plitt, you know, he's, he's playing here in a couple minutes, so, I had to put on the XFL gear for, for this, for my oh. Arlington Renegade,
5: so. Hey, respect, Are, man. Have you guys,
2: have you guys been watching the, the, any of the XFL?
5: um i've been catching it in passing uh, i haven't really yeah. sat down watching the entire thing. i've seen clips on social media i mean it seems like it's doing it's doing pretty well there's some there's some high quality high caliber high profile players that are playing in it right now so mm-hmm. um i mean i think you know the rock is doing a good job with that and giving guys opportunities that's the biggest thing um yeah. you know it's, it's not always the um you know the picture perfect path for everybody obviously so mm-hmm. it's uh you know, to be able to give people opportunity other ways and, you know, hopefully be able to make it, you know, back to the league is, is an awesome, awesome organization. Mm-hmm. So
1: so speaking of that, we'll get into your path. I know Joe, like, he's not like a big Buckeye fan like Derek and I are. And <laughs> I know you grew up in Columbus, so Joe really wants to get this question and just to kind of that knife. In Derek and I.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm the one that lives in Columbus. I live on the northeast mm-hmm. side, Lake, Hannah area. Okay. But these guys are the, the big Buckeye fans. So growing up, were you a, a Buckeye fan? And if so, you know, going to Purdue, now that you're not at Purdue, where do your allegiances lie? At Purdue, yeah. Joe, He's
1: going to say Purdue, and then he's going to talk about the game where they That's beat a our ass. Answer. I know.
5: I'm just – Okay, I'll, I'll, talk, I'll start with the, uh, the first part. I, I mean, if you grew up – so I was born in Dayton. Um so that's like, I mean, 40, 45 to an hour from here. And then also like an hour from Columbus. So I grew up there. I moved to Columbus when I was like, uh, like 12. Um, so I've been in Ohio, you know, my entire, my entire life growing up. And I, regardless of where you're at in Ohio, when it comes to college football, I mean, Ohio state, you know, kind of rules supreme. Um, it's kind of just the way it's been. So I think I was kind of a fan by default growing up because a lot of my, the people I was around, friends, family, Um, They were all pretty diehard fans, but I don't think I was ever, like, a super, super diehard fan. Like, I didn't really go to games uh, growing up or anything. I think I went mm to one spring game. Um, But it was something that, like, that would have been cool to uh, get an offer to go there, I think, I'm thinking back to when I was in high school. Um, I remember I was was getting recruited by them, but I never got an official offer. Um, And then, you know, I ended up making my decision to go to Purdue, because I wanted to play in the Big Ten still, because I grew up in the Midwest, um, and you know, obviously, I you know was thankful to have a a uh, pretty pretty solid career there, and to put myself in a position to you know be where I am now. Um, and so, <laughs> to answer the second part of your question, my allegiance still definitely lies uh, with the Boilermakers. Um, and actually, on that note, I think it'd be a good time to because you guys gave me the gave me the. Um, Gave me the uh, what the what the theme of the show is I had I said I had a little, little something special for you guys uh, a
1: little something something
5: so this is a uh, shout out to one of the the, the uh, Purdue fans who had tagged me on on Twitter and he posted this and I thought it was so cool so I reached out to him and uh, he ended up sending me a couple of them so I'll reveal it right now so this is a custom made uh it's called the pick six porter you guys can see it Pick oh. Six
4: Yes, sir. Yeah.
5: yeah. So my guy, uh, Jeremy Anderson, a big Purdue fan, he has a brewery in his basement. and He, like, makes these and, like, uses Photoshop to make the uh, the cover art. And so you guys were just talking about the Ohio State one. This is the exact – this is the picture when I went across uh, the end zone after the pick six. (laughs) I can't even (laughs) be mad. I
1: can't even be mad. No, I can't even be mad because Uh, that's awesome, like, to have that. that Somebody made that for you. is so cool,
5: man. Uh, No, I know. Actually, I saw – Cheer, cheers. T- cheers.
4: Cheers on yeah.
2: that, man. Cheers, cheers absolutely. Cheers. yes. Yep. Mm. Actually, I do want to do this. We haven't brought this bad boy out in a minute. I did. That right there is.
1: That is a subtle flex when you get your own your yep. ownness on the beer. That is a subtle flex. For sure. I like that.
5: Awesome. I like that.
1: I like that. Clark originated it, and we had to run with it because, like, Eric was talking about himself for half the episode, so we're like. <laughs>
5: <laughs> but, no, it was cool, though. I, um, you know, I'd, I told myself that I was going to wait to actually drink one until I got a, my first pick six in the NFL. But, you know, this was a – you go. This was the – if I was going to do it on any show, it had to be the thing. <laughs> awesome.
1: yeah. Clip it. Clip it, somebody. Clip it. Yep, but, exactly. Uh, no, hey, you basically kind of did because the the fumble in the jungle – you you were the man blocking down I was there. That's
5: part, yeah. part of it. That was part of it. Yeah. And that was
1: a playoff when that turned the whole entire game around. So huge moment, mm-hmm. and you were part of that. Like that's that's history that will live on. Have you even thought of it that much? That that's something that will live on in Bengals history forever.
5: Well, I mean, I think it was it was hard not to like I, during the game, not necessarily, but it was afterwards seeing the response After. from everyone. And I mean, I think because it was Sam Hubbard, like that, it made it that much more symbolic of the Cincinnati kid. And it was just that, like, you know, that
1: bastard. We got a support group because he's <laughs> so damn handsome that our wives love him so much. We got a support group.
5: That's funny. But continue. Yeah. No, it, it was cool being, um, being part of it. I think that it being Sam, that just contributed to being like more historical. And it was, you know, a record for the longest, uh, fumble return. And, Bengals history, if I'm not mistaken.
1: I think uh, NFL. Was it NFL?
0: Yeah,
5: yeah.
1: Well, so But I think it, they, they put NFL the ball in the Hall of Fame, right?
0: Yeah, probably
5: playoff history. Yeah, probably NFL oh, yeah. history, maybe Bengals history overall. I'm not sure. I yeah. need to fact check on that. But, uh, but no, it was, it was cool, though. It was cool being part of it. I mean, I remember when it just happened, it was just kind of going with the flow. Like okay, we're running now. I'm just trying to trying to run with Sam. And I'm just kind of look around. We had Akeem and Vaughn out. I thought we were – we were it was we were all set. We had nothing nothing to worry about, no stress. But you know, you start seeing from your peripheral vision, when you're looking around, you see a this, this big figure start to gaining ground. I'm like, oh my gosh, Mark Andrews is coming. He's about to. He's, he's, there's a chance he's actually about to get Sam.
1: That was unreal on his part. I gotta get the man yeah. Right. <laughs>
5: no, he was he was he was hauling. He was hauling for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, Sam just had a I think there was a super long drive. I mean, he, so he's probably gassed. And then he had a nice little burst for about for about. 30 40 yards, and he kind of started to. Uh, pull out of the field. Uh, it was
1: like he was waiting to get caught for like the first, you know, after like 40s. Like, no, no one. All right, I still got to make it.
5: Yeah, it now, funny. Akeem
1: was trying to get the ball, right?
5: Like, Akeem, was yeah. the ball. Akeem was trying to get the ball. Akeem, <laughs> Akeem looked back, and instead of going to block, block. it, he, he said he's stopping for the ball. <laughs> <It was laughs> the ball. <laughs> oh, um, but. I was so like, I saw him running and I saw, I tried to time up the like the trajectory that, or the path that Sam was running on. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to like try to peel back and actually have like a violent hit because I thought okay, that would definitely be like a, like a going against your own end zone, like a blindside block. So I was just going to try to wall him off and put my hands up, like a punt return, kind of wall off. Mm-hmm. As like I'm about to do that, I think Vaughn kind of gets a shove of him with his left arm mm-hmm. and kind of t- like changes his path a little bit. So then it's like my where I was going to intersect and that was completely wrong. GPS was all wrong. I had to, had to make <laughs> a, a swift turn. But by the time I turned around, he was already beside me and he was like three yards away from Sam. So I just had to had, make a little desperation push. And for the record, I did initiate it from the side of your shoulder. I was going to
2: say, was you nervous, uh, nervous at all? Was,
5: was you a little nervous? <laughs> I mean, of course I was, I was nervous because I knew it was, it was gray because uh, mm-hmm. I knew it probably probably looked bad because he was running forward and mm-hmm. he dove and so it looked like he got literally pushed directly in the back. But I mean, I kind of I got engaged him from the side, but he was running faster than me. So his momentum just carried him forward. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I mean, of course I'm biased, there's no way I can't be, but I think it was a good mm-hmm. I think it's a good no call because it was for
1: great. sure. Oh yeah, definitely. But also when you're sitting there like they could call it if they want because yep. of the way it looked. So yeah. yeah. But we're glad they didn't. Yeah, guess,
5: absolutely. Yeah. Uh, would, yeah, it would have been tragic, and it's it's funny because you know we always get taught like, or you you know like, if you put your hands up, it's like an admission of guilt. But it was like I was genuinely trying to be like I did not hit him in the back. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I thought
1: too. I was like, no, put your hands down. But it's one of those things. I thought the same damn thing,
4: Marcus. I
5: ain't gonna lie. Yeah. But all right, it all, it all worked out though. It was, I mean, like, a, you know, at the end of the day, it was. I'm, I was glad to be a part. Uh, to play a role in like a you know a huge play like that, yeah, That was yeah. one of my four plays on defense in that game, and one of them happened to be that, so it was cool. Right,
1: all you do is make plays. All
2: you
4: Absolutely. do is
5: make
1: plays when you're in there.
5: Um, so you said it, you said it, not me. I don't know. You know.
2: Let me let me ask an important question real quick, Dale, because I got to know. Since like me, you're a fan of the Green Arrow. Are you? Are you a binge watcher like I am? Do you just like? As soon as the, one of the seasons comes comes out on Netflix, you just hit it all in one night or however you can get it done? Or do you, like, like watch it when the season comes out, you're watching it every Thursday, every – or whatever time it comes out?
5: So, I actually – the way I started watching Arrow, it was uh, – I didn't realize that it was even on Netflix until um, I was, it was I was scrolling through it. So, the only time during the season or, like, when I – I guess now I have more time I could, but, right. like, you know, we had – the, time, the times I had been watching it was when I go to this um, recovery facility. It's like they have hyperbaric chambers there. And oh, yeah. uh, you guys know, have you guys heard of those? You know yeah. I've yeah. like, used
2: one, but I,
5: I mean, know. this yeah, physique, yeah. you
2: know, you don't really need it. But. <laughs> right.
5: <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you sit in the chamber that's 100% oxygen and you, they uh, increase the pressure, the atmospheric pressure for about 60 to 90 minutes. And so you sit in this big glass capsule. Um, and they have TVs there and they have Netflix and they always ask you what you what you want to watch. And I, I didn't, I wasn't like watching any show at the time and then she just started scrolling through and I saw error. I was like, Oh shoot. Like I've heard that's really good. So I kind of started watching it. And then like, I just, I started really liking it, especially in the beginning. And so I would only watch it when I would come there. And then, um, you know, I think last off season I did binge it for a little bit, but most of the time it was like I'd watch one or two during my session. And then whenever I would, I wouldn't watch it when I would, you know, Just be doing other things. I would only watch it when I was actually uh, in the chamber. And so I think it is, that's why it's like dragged out for me. I'm only, I just finished season four actually. So I can't even, I can't. Okay. Well,
2: I won't, yeah, I won't say anything and I won't, I won't try to, you know, ruin any spoilers for you.
5: I will say, I don't know what your thoughts are on it, but we can, I mean, I thought like the season one, I thought it was really good. And I thought it was like, had the perfect amount of like intensity and stuff. I think as the season started to go on, it started to like lose a little bit of its luster. It was like a little bit too cheesy. It's getting too, getting too cheesy sometimes for me, to be yeah. honest. Oh, it, yeah. There's definitely not, yeah. it's a DC comic at the end of the day. Like, yeah, exactly. Easy. Yeah. But it's also like I don't like when shows like they don't follow their own rules that they create. Like, right? Like, yeah. like Oliver should not be getting beat up by his sister ever, ever. Right. all. <laughs> 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 but he does yeah. after he's trained for like a year with, Mal, you know, with Malcolm. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But there's just, I mean, I still like it though. I still watch it. Um, I've actually started just watching uh, Breaking Bad. Cause have never watched it all the way through. Oh
1: dude, that's good.
5: Okay. that's
3: My favorite yeah. show
5: okay. of all time, probably. That's that's what I'm on right now. And uh, my mom, she watched it like back in the day when it like when it was actually coming out. And I, I know she's, it's one of her favorite shows of all, of all time. And so uh, that's, and then a lot of people say, of course, like there's so much, it's, like, one of the best – it's, like, regarded as one of the best shows. So, um, I, 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 you know, I decided to start it uh, from the beginning. And I just finished season one last week, and that is something I may – I may catch myself uh, binging, if, even if I'm not going to the, the place to, <laughs> yeah.
2: you know. You look up, it's 3 o'clock in the morning.
5: You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what you want to try to avoid. But it's still early in the off-season, so you can probably still – it's probably fine. Yeah, that's, that's sure.
3: one of the few drama shows that I've re watched the whole season or a whole series of.
1: Well, well uh, then they have a b- so, yeah. better call, Saul, also, which mm-hmm. is a yeah, like, better call. Normally Saul when they then, do like a spinoff show, they're yeah. never good. This was the rare exception where that show was right up there with Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'll add it to the list Breaking Bad and Better Call. What yeah. about
5: uh, Ozark? You guys watch Ozark? I love Ozark. I, was I watched happy. the
1: first couple seasons uh, and then just, I don't know, for whatever reason, just never like fell in love
5: with it. Yeah. I've heard that. That's one of the, the really good ones too. I'm, maybe after I finish Breaking Bad, I'll have to have to check that one out as well. So yeah. yeah. Now
1: I was going to ask uh, going off the green arrow thing, do you have a favorite superhero and then also like a power? If you could have any power, what would it be?
5: I think my, my favorite superhero like, I, I like Marvel too a lot. Um, and honestly, I think Iron Man is like my favorite when it comes to like the Marvel. When I'm looking at Marvel, I think mm-hmm. the fact that he's just like a regular guy, but he just was so smart, he was able to like create what he did. I, I think that. Oh, with billions of dollars also. No, like yeah. <laughs> like, yes, he yeah. has the resources, but not when he was not in the first movie when he got. Uh- yeah, the- okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. He built it out of scraps. He built it out of scratch. So I think. Iron Man is, like, my favorite superhero. Uh, my, that would obviously make sense for superpower. I think teleportation would be, like, super sweet to have to be able to just teleport wherever you want to go. Well, do you like to fly? Yeah. Like, when
1: you guys fly, like, I've never flown. It terrifies me, the thought of it. But never been on a plane before? No. Uh-huh.
5: Wow. Do, do you yeah. like to
1: fly, though? Would that be something you'd be like, oh, I could just teleport to Hawaii right now because I know that's a vacation you got coming up. I well a, a
5: work a work event. <laughs> yeah. Doing cool we'll, we'll, Business we'll, trip. Yeah, business, business. Doing lots lots of business there. Yes. So you uh, teleport
1: to Hawaii instead of having to fly?
5: Yeah, the flight is uh the flight is definitely gonna be far. So it would be very nice to be able to teleport right there.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I was trying to think of the guy's
2: name. Who's the guy from the X Men with the tail that could teleport?
5: Oh yeah uh, Nightcrawler. You know, Yeah. Nightcrawler.
4: Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler, yeah,
5: yeah,
2: yeah that's
5: Nightbar, yeah or like the movie jumper y'all see that back in the day oh yeah yeah yep. that
2: was a dope movie that was that was a pretty good movie i wish there was I see there's some movies that like jumper <laughs> i wish they would have made more of
5: it yeah. and then
2: there's some movies that they made more of that you're like yeah you, can you stop? Can stop like you just there's. <laughs> yeah. i
3: saw i saw the tra- i went to go see the new ant-man and they saw mm-hmm. uh they showed the trailer Once for the new you. fast and furious Oh, the same family like, like a thousand <laughs> yeah. times and i'm just like can we just they already
1: they I like... already were in space last time they were in space <laughs> yeah. in a damn car okay so yeah. maybe this says
3: a Too little far. bit about me
2: but i
1: like i like all the fast and the furious
3: i like some of them but it's yeah. just it's getting to a Pretty point sure. where it's just like yeah. all right guys what
5: more money. stories can we tell about <laughs> guys racing cars and stealing cars? It's not broke. Yeah. It's not broke, don't fix it, man. They they got they yes. have they, they have a system and they're following the system. Money is money. I mean, they're making no. money, yeah. Hey,
2: that and Madden, they got something down, you know,
1: they they oh, yeah. figured it out. No, they they're talking about they better improving Madden. They better yeah, they they need Madden's to. in jeopardy. <laughs> now, are you a gamer at all speaking of that? Do you
2: play Madden? Uh, you
5: really. I uh I think back in the day I used to play like Modern Warfare 2 was probably the last, like, game I really played. That
2: once. was tight, yeah.
5: I think that was on that PS3 back in the day. But I think, uh, when I was younger, I used to play um, – when we had PS2, I used to play games all the time. Uh, Mortal Kombat was one back in the day. I used to play a bunch of – this when I was younger. Uh, like, the NCAA, the OG NCAA games were all
1: – Oh, great. God, man, they are so mm-hmm. good.
5: Yeah. Uh, Tekken, y'all ever heard of Tekken before? Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I think Tekken 3 was, like, one of my favorite ones, like –
5: yeah, so like I uh, had a couple of fighting games. Um, uh, I used to be into like the D Nintendo DS, like Game Boy. I used to be a big, big Pokemon guy for sure. Oh yeah,
2: you you and my son would get along re- well right now. He's doing the whole Pokemon Quest thing on his phone or on my phone, I guess. It's-
5: oh, the Pokemon Go. Right.
2: No, this is a uh, Pokemon Quest. It's kind of like it almost looks like uh, Minecraft. So it's like real blocky. That but, was- yeah, he's addicted. Right now, I don't know
5: where, yeah, it's- yeah, it was a huge part of my childhood, honestly. I used to be obsessed with Pokemon. I used to, I used to have a. I used to play. I think I stopped. They have, they made so many different, uh, like regions now. Like, I mean, obviously, I don't mm-hmm. have to be following that, but <laughs> yeah, no, okay, yeah. Keep up with all that. <laughs> not really, it's not really my priority right now, but it was yeah. back in the day. Uh, and then I think, I mean, some animes were pretty, I was pretty into. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys are into like. Dragon Ball Zs or uh, Naruto yep. that was like a big one. For yeah, me. say so.
2: something about say something about me being a nerd nerd now, Dale. I've drank too many of these already. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, fucking nerd? I'll say it. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was into the Dragon Ball Z, Pokemon, Yu Gi Oh, all that stuff.
4: Yu Gi Oh, Yu Gi Oh. That's,
1: that's just it. something I never got into. I'm old, man. I'm a lot older than you. <laughs> that's like, true, I'm that's eight, true. You know, you're like fifty. Like, fifty little... what? Yeah, suck my, <laughs> you suck my 57-year-old hanging balls. And that up. But Marcus, did you have a favorite player growing up or anybody like you idolized your game of? Um, so, I mean, did you come out always as a linebacker or were you a, a safety prospect at any point?
5: Um, I mean, I started playing – actually, when I was – when I started playing high school football, I started at corner – um, that's when I was younger, yeah, smaller. I was like, I was like one seventy five, one eighty, uh, my sophomore year. Um, and then I moved to strong safety that my sophomore year, and I was starting at strong safety. And um, and then I ended up getting hurt. I had like a, I like fractured my tibia, like something. It was like a stress fracture. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I was out for like six weeks. And so they, they like put someone else there. But when I came back, they they wanted they moved me to a linebacker, to well linebacker. And so that kind of stuck, and I had a really good okay. year that year and then um you know that's how I started getting some i started getting recruited a little bit at some like mac offers and stuff after playing six or seven games, my sophomore year in high school wow. um and then linebacker was just i just stuck with that, I and mean, I played offense too i played played like, uh like slot and running back, but we were we ran the triple option, <laughs> the oh, <yeah>.
4: whole, <laughs> triple
5: option. <laughs> so I was like a slot in that, and we ran some like some power eye stuff but we were not spreading the ball we we're not uh we're not uh we're not the air raid out here you ran through the ball maybe twice a game if that we, uh, <laughs> yeah, so um yeah so I was uh when, when it comes to like actually getting recruited a linebacker was like the, the only spot I was really getting recruited at so
1: and then there was, was there a guy that at linebacker you were just like all right I want to model my game after him
5: I would say probably Luke Kuechly. I mean, he kind of came into his prime. That's a good, great was, answer. Yeah, Luke um, I think he came into his prime when I was like getting into high school. Um, so it was. I remember he like when, there was those few years where he was just like the talk, you know what I mean? And I would I would watch him and just see how he would diagnose things and the way he he would move and be able to make plays and coverage. Um, I remember yeah. that. That being someone that I, think I looked up to, I think a lot of linebackers. Um, he was
2: kind of like the start of your prototypical, like the modern day linebacker. Yeah. Like what you look for in, in, in a
1: linebacker these days, right? Like the speed and he
5: yeah. three yeah. down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he still had like the, the old school kind of build. Like, I mean, he, had three, oh. he was like, I think he was like six, three, six, two, six, three, 240 mm-hmm. or something, at least 235, 240. I mean, he definitely had the size of being like a big bruiser. But he was more like, you know, what separated him was his overall was his his study, his anticipation, things like that. But he made so many plays in coverage. And um, that kind of just like, you know, set a new standard for what's expected out of that position. And yeah. he's a complete field general. I mean, these are all like the, the cliches you're looking, when you're looking at linebackers. But, I mean. Also
1: a- another Ohio boy that the Buckeyes mm-hmm. slept on.
5: Yeah, he went to St. Nick's, right? Uh, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and yeah. then Boston College for
5: yeah. You know. He had a crazy career in there. I mean, I think he had, look he had like 150 tackles or something in one one year.
1: Yeah, he's a maniac. Yeah. Uh,
5: right. one question I had,
3: if it's all right, Dale. Um, no, yeah, for sure. The so we we've heard uh Shane Graham, who's a friend of the show, has talked a lot about the guys that are coming out and you know they they know they're not not likely to be day one starters in, in the NFL he talks how important it is to hone your special teams skills and you know I'm sure you were in that in that position coming onto of the Bengals in your rookie year how, how much special teams experience did you have going into your rookie year with the Bengals and what did you do to hone, hone that skill and what was that transition like
5: yeah I mean I had like zero special team experience going into the NFL to be completely honest um, I mean I played like my freshman year when I was at Purdue, I played some kickoff, some kickoff return and some punt, but like I, I got hurt my, my true freshman year. And then when I came back, my redshirt freshman year, I played punt for like five games. Um, And I, that was the only special team experience I had until I got until everything happened the way it did uh, for me to come into the NFL. And um, you know, it was, you know, I had a, you know, we're talking about the 2018 season when, uh, we upset Ohio State, and uh, I had a super productive year that year. I was, you know – I remember, like, I I was a bucket semifinalist. Like, I was one of the people the linebackers that was pretty regarded as being – are we good? Is he good? Are you?
1: No, I was saying stock up. Like, stock up. Your stock was rising I, at the. I just time. saw him
5: uh, – he, he, he took his home. Oh, home that's home.
1: probably – his wife's probably yelling at him, like, usual. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she was. Uh, she was.
5: But, yeah, I mean, back to what I was saying, like, I – you know – it was the reason why you know I got I got drafted late was because I you know my senior year I I tore my ACL uh, you know I had some injuries and then you know the, uh, COVID happened and my pro day got canceled um, and so I kind of went from like going into the season and kind of ex- not like not expecting but like anticipating that I could be like you know one of the top linebackers in the class and you know mm-hmm. a second third round pick.
4: Yeah, you
1: had that second so, round. Second round, great. Uh,
5: right. Like I'm a huge draft nerd, so like, I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so for me to have that, and then you know I dropped all the way to the seventh round. Um, you know, it was it was super frustrating for me for sure. Um, but I mean, once that happened, like like you said, you know, the only the only way that I was going to be able to stay on the team and have a role at first was to learn special teams. So that just had to be something that I um, you know I. I spent a lot of time on and uh, I had to learn kind of the ins and outs of it. Uh, The thing about special teams, though, is like, you know, now that I've been playing for a few years, I mean, there's, there's only so many schemes you can do um, return wise and on punt. And there's so many, only so many possible things. There's way more things offenses can throw at you. Like playing any defensive position than what can happen on special teams. And so if you can, if you can run, if you can change direction, if you're physical. You should be able to be good on special teams. Um, it's more about your like your want to, to, want to, <laughs> your will to do it. And of course, like you get more instinctive because you can understand body positions and like how teams like to attack certain people. And you learn personnel groupings and like what certain teams historically like they like to run. Mm-hmm. These are all things that like I've learned from Coach Simmons. Uh, of course, being playing special teams now in the league. Um, and so I think that in general, you can be pretty good at special teams. So it doesn't take as much like like um, specific, very specific skill. Like when you're playing strong, like playing free safety, or playing linebacker does. There's so many mm-hmm. other things you have to like approve that you can do in order to play at the NFL level. Whereas like, yeah. you know, it's not as like, technically demanding playing special teams um and i'll say like punt punt was definitely uh, harder for me when i first got into the league because um there's a lot more there's a lot more to that than all the other ones in my opinion you know what i mean like you have to like, understand you have to be able to protect first and then you have to get off and you have to keep you know you have to have your your field integrity you have have your lanes and all that there's a lot that goes into it and the footwork especially was difficult at first um uh, but I mean, yeah, it's kind of a long-winded answer, but yes, yeah, uh, special teams is definitely important. Especially, you know, guys. I mean, everyone says that. It's not like um, you know, profound, but right. um, that is the way that you know, day day three guys. You you have to show value somehow. Like, why would why would any team want to? Why would you? Why would they keep yeah. a roster spot for you if you're not going to provide value? So, that's that's the, well you have to provide value. You know. Yep.
1: Now I know this is kind of. It's tough to, to answer, especially not knowing who's going to be back, this or that, and the other. But, uh, Joe, you kind of talked about it, right, with uh, you're going into, like, the contract year type thing. Do you feel any sense of urgency that you need to do anything any different? I mean, honestly, I think you're a guy that prepares all the time. That's why anytime you've had to step in, you've had success. Um, but do you feel a sense of urgency, and do you maybe expect an expanded role, if Jermaine Pratt gets the bag somewhere else, if you
5: know, yeah, like you said, I can't. It all depends on what happens in free agency. Yeah, uh, to... and I can never expect anything with a role I have to. Now, I would like to be able to earn. We had to go out mm-hmm. there. And, I would definitely like to increase my my role. Like I, I have complete belief in myself that I can be a starter in the league, um, and that's you know that's my goal to be able to do that. Now, like I said, it depends on what's going to happen, but if if he does go somewhere else and you know I that's my goal is to be a be a starter this year hundred percent um and so there is a sense of urgency for sure because you don't you have a limited window you know as a as an NFL player to be able to you know this kind of gets into like because you obviously you don't money is not the only thing but you have you only have a limited window to be able to set your family up forever if you want to have it Huge contract yeah. Yeah. you can now uh that's made money over the years by having you know one year deals and all that but the, the goal is to get a big second contract for sure You
1: know what absolutely and i feel like it's setting up for a good opportunity and i mean i know you don't know but we have said this on our show a lot we're like i think for you and Akeem, both which you're you're both kind of different linebackers but i'm like and and we love pratt but we're like if he goes elsewhere and you know i'm like we're good Oh, no. I'm ready oh, no. to like, come in and play more and produce.
5: Yeah. Yeah, you cut out for a little bit there. I didn't hear the last bit. but
1: I'm just saying that's primed and ready to play and produce.
5: Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I'll, first off, I'll just, you know, I don't want to – I, our, locker, our our linebacker room is so awesome. Like, I, I I, love Jermaine. We got so close over the past few years. Logan, that I think was... we're, all, we're all really close and uh, keen. We're all friends. Um I think that we all want the best for each other. Um, and I'm so happy with the way that, like, I'm so happy for him and proud of the way Jermaine has played and, you know, the way he's been able to put himself in a position to do what he wants to do. Um, and so I hope he I hope he gets paid. You know, and if he comes back here, you know, great. You know, that he'll be able to – because then he'll be able to step back into the role that, um, you know, that he had. But if he does go somewhere else, I I'm fully confident – and myself and the and uh, the rest of our room that we can, you know, fill in that role. Like I, I think a lot of times, um, you know, it's really more media and fans. I feel like the perception of like the starter compared to like the backup that they think it's like, there's this world of difference between it, but it's really not that and there's maybe some positions where it's like that. And maybe quarterback, yeah. quarterback. Yeah. but yeah. I think for a lot, most positions, like we're in the NFL for a reason. And
4: mm-hmm.
5: like you know, that guy may be the starter, but that doesn't mean that like I'm. Not, I'm just talking in general here. Yeah, just,
4: yeah.
5: Like the starter is not necessarily crazily better than the backup. You know what I mean? And that's why like depth is important for NFL teams because you have guys that can come in when injuries happen and just there's nothing you don't have to worry about it. You know? And yeah, so yeah. If that's the case, then you know, well, who's to say that person can't be your actual starter? You know what I mean? So.
2: Yeah, and that leads great into my next question because I was literally just about to ask you, is there something special about the linebacking core that you guys have? Because it seems like whether it's you, know you, Joe, Clay, Akeem, Pratt, Logan, any of you guys, when, when you guys are swapping in and out, it seems like the play doesn't drop off that much. Now, is it just because of the camaraderie that you guys have that you know what each other are doing and you know how to pick up the, the pace and and get things going, and to make sure that there's nothing, nothing there that's going. To, that's well, wrong. if you were listening,
1: and he doesn't say, they're all a bunch of yeah, talented that, that, motherfuckers that, there. Exactly. Absolutely.
5: Well, yeah, it's definitely not. I would, I would say the camaraderie is definitely doesn't hurt. But I think it's yeah, it's kind of what he just said. I think we're, I think we all can play ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're, we're all, we all were selected to be here. We're on this, you know, we're yeah. on the team for a reason. Um, and so I think that you know, the people that are playing are, you know, that that doesn't mean that the guys behind, they can't play either. I think that that makes up when you have a good a good room in any position when you can have guys that rotate in like that. Um So, yeah.
1: All right, let's take another big drink, one of them Marcus Bailey beers. Come on, you got yeah. a few more questions <laughs> in you? You got a do few it. more in you before we I'll let, let you go?
5: Cheers, let's do it.
1: All right, let's try to loosen up. It was getting too serious there. That's, that's not our show.
3: Yeah, speaking of, I need a refill. I'll be right
5: back.
1: All right, go get back. you a beer. Favorite music, game day music, because there's a difference there.
5: There's definitely me. a different. I'm glad you said that. It's a huge distinction. <laughs> well, right.
1: Clark, like his, when he came on last year, was female pop, like Halsey and shit, and we connected over that. So I was like, oh, yeah. I like that shit, too.
5: Yeah, but probably, not for
1: game yeah. day. Not for game day.
5: Okay, yeah. Uh, I would say Game Day, uh, I would say Gunna for sure, is just because, like, the the flow and the beat, it just kind of it gets you it – gets, it gets the juices flowing for sure. Um, I would say Future for sure. Uh, one of the songs that always gets played in the locker room is March Madness before we end up going out. So yeah. that's a classic. Uh, yeah. Um, I would say – like thug, some of his stuff. I'd say mostly Gunna though for like game day. Um, of course Drake. You know, what I mean Drake's one of my favorite artists overall. Uh, but he, there's and I kind of in, You know, sometimes I have a song, that, a flavor of the of a few weeks that I like playing a certain song for a while. Um, but those are just like some uh, Lil Uzi. Lil Uzi got some some good ones in there for game day vibes. You know, what I mean one of the the song I used for my career highlight tape, Sauce It Up, is one of the my favorite ones to put on for for game day vibes. So it's classic. Just
1: when we're all sitting here shaking our head like, we have no clue half these. Fuckers. <laughs> I mean, these I'm. Playing. I'm They're so vanilla dude, fucking white state. over
2: I don't, here. <laughs> I don't
1: know what guy I don't know what any. I do know. Now, that- I, hey hey, I'm 38, so like you know, I'm like Eminem, Tupac, Little. Girl. I mean, yeah, so, like you know, I used yeah, to. be. I'm, I'm, now there's these rappers. I'm like, I just, it's not the same anymore. Hey,
5: when I, was, when I was used to play uh, AAU basketball back in the day. Uh, Eminem was definitely like my guy for whatever oh, yeah. reason. Like mm-hmm. it was. It was till I collapsed and all this. You know, I was playing, you know, he's one, he's one, he's one. You know, you can't disrespect him. I sat back
1: I mean? with this pack, it's exacts, and this bag of the sweet. Yeah, you got meat. it, you got it, you got oh. it. <laughs> I don't want to get copyright struck. I
2: was about anymore. to say, I do know that you like to joke around a little bit, too, you know, since we're kind of a, a com- comedic show more than them than me. I'm just a dumbass over here. But I do remember, like, it, during draft season, I think it was, you you posted a uh, a video out there. Do you, do you remember that
5: at all? Oh, I remember it. Yeah, I mean, that was so, – yeah, I mean, all right, that was like I did the rickroll kind of thing with the, yeah, yeah. yeah. It did. I mean, it did some numbers and stuff. That was yeah. that was so that was like when the pandemic was really like getting started and TikTok was mm-hmm. kind of taking off. And um, I, you know, I kind of got on TikTok just to, you know, see what was, see what was going on. And everyone was
1: losing their mind. We had to do something, right? Yeah.
5: <laughs> so, <laughs> I thought it would, I thought it would be a good opportunity for me to be able to like to you know to leverage the fact that I just got drafted and be able to you know at the time I was thinking that maybe I could you know have like uh some social media stuff but yeah that kind of just I kind of didn't like you know the vibe of that not that specific video but just like mm-hmm. a couple of the things throughout the summer I didn't like the kind of perception that it was like uh that I wasn't focused on ball or something so I just kind of like yeah. You know, I kind of let that ride a little bit. Uh, kind of try to wait until I maybe got, maybe made a bigger, a little bit bigger name for myself and had some more credibility. But I mean, I definitely still enjoy content like that for sure. Uh, a lot of the people I follow, I don't really scroll TikTok too much anymore, but um, Instagram or whatever. Uh, I made I end up making a video with uh, you. You guys probably know uh, Joey Molinaro. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a like new dude. So he, <laughs> his, like, his wife cheered at Purdue. So that's how we like got connected. He helped me out with the video my rookie year. We had to, uh, we had like, uh, like video teams to make videos. When we, it was all Zoom. And so when I first got drafted, we had this video competition, and he helped me. That was one of the videos that I had released during that time period too. That was like, it, was like a parody video of the TikTok stuff. So uh, I ended up getting posted on Barcelona and stuff. It did pretty well, honestly. But yeah. Um, so I definitely enjoy – I still follow – I like, like all his content and things like that, but for myself, you know, maybe I'll post something every now and then, but I'm not going to be super into like trying to force. You know what I mean? If something happens, something happens. Yeah.
1: If, if it feels forced, it's not fun,
5: right?
4: It's
5: not yeah. fun to do. And then, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I probably was letting that get to me too much, but, um, you know, I, that was also my perspective of what was going to happen when I went into the league was just a lot different. Like I, I thought I was gonna be able to play myself into a, a bigger role at first, and it just didn't work out that way. So I kind of decided kind of chilled. You know,
1: hey, maybe it's just not your timeline, right? Yeah, you know that's. I believe in that. Like things will happen when they're meant to happen, and hey, you're still in the league and you're still balling out, and yep, y- your time's coming, man. I, I, I believe that. Yeah, right. and you're making the most of
3: or- your opportunities. Sorry, Dave.
1: I was just going to say one or two more questions. I want to say you got a funniest teammate since we were kind of with the TikTok thing there. Like who's the guy that's just like, they're a clown. You can't even take them serious. You can't look at them. They're just, they're never serious.
5: I would say Keandre Jones is super funny for sure. Him and like him and Akeem are super funny. Akeem is like, once you get to know Akeem, Akeem is super funny, but it's like, but you got to get there first, get there first. Yeah. So (laughs) I I think me and Akeem have a really good relationship. Me, Akeem and Keandre, uh, we kind of like got close my rookie year, but we kind of stayed close and stuff. So I think, I think I was a Andre though, for sure. It's good.
1: You guys got another question or two? Uh...
2: Well, I did have one and it was kind of going on when you were talking about funny people. I, what's, what's Evan's vibe like? Cause I've heard from some people saying like he's, he's funny. And then other people was like, he's this little church boy. So what, what's the vibe on, on Evan McPherson?
5: I'm like not super close with Evan, but I, I I don't think he I can see why people would say that he's a little like church boy, but I don't think it's like that. I think that you would have to ask Clark about that. I think Clark would have a better idea and yeah. we'd spend more time together, but I think I like Evan a lot. he's super cool. Um, I think Evans a, he's, a, he's a great guy to you. Um, you can kind of just tell by the way he carries himself uh, he's very mature, but yeah. I, uh, I think that he's a, has a lively personality as well. Oh. Right now,
1: yeah. you, you know, he is only asking that because that is like so. I did some interviews at the games where I'm like, All right, if you had a hall pass with the Bengals player, who, who would it be? His wife said Evan McPherson, so yep. <laughs> and I'm like, But he's like a child, he's
4: like a baby, yeah. And
1: if I remember correctly,
4: so I think you asked that for your wife, I think Clark
2: did, yeah, that's that's what I, I just wanted to know what what his vibe was like. But um, Clark did say, like, I guess he almost got carded when they was going to the the Super Bowl was it? The super Bowl or what was it? There I'm not surprised.
5: Whatever it was, I mean, he definitely, he definitely <laughs> still has a baby face going. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. it would make, it would have been. made
5: more sense <laughs> if it was my wife that would have said that because I got oh, the yeah. baby face. Yeah.
4: No, he yeah, gets. Uh, he, uh,
5: I like uh, Evan gets hyped though because we were we started to kick the ball like force people to return the ball more this year.
4: Yeah, yeah.
5: more opportunities to make plays on, on kickoff and stuff, and he would always get super hype. Uh, you can see it on film like after me, like me or Akeem, we we done making. Or Mike Thomas, Michael Thomas, made a play on kickoff uh, or whoever, and he would come out there and just get super hyped. Uh, and so you, you love seeing that because, you know, he we're the ones covering his kick. So, of course, we we contribute to his his stats and stuff a lot when it comes to that, too. Yeah. But yeah. He
1: comes up and he's sitting you guys on your pad, and you're like, who's this, this little fly? Like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs>
4: you
2: know? Now, speaking yeah. of Michael Thomas, um, you know, you, Michael Thomas, and Teddy K, Ted Karras, we're about That's to do something pretty exciting
5: coming up, right? Yeah. Well, so Michael Thomas, he's technically not a rep. He's like an executive member. He's like graduated. He's like he's like up there. He's, like, <laughs> yeah. he's up there.
4: He's an old man. Up. You can say it.
5: Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I'll never tell. You know, he he knows. He knows. He knows. He embraces it. Um, yeah. But yeah, me. I think Ted will be there. I don't know if Sam will be there or DJ. It's me, Ted. Sam and DJ Reader, who are the four reps for the Bengals. Um, I don't think Sam's going to be there. I don't know if DJ will, but I know me and Ted will for sure be there. Uh, yeah, I fly out tomorrow at like seven in the morning.
4: Yeah, uh, so we got
1: to let this man go and we got to let him rest, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, my
5: mom is probably watching this. She's like, "Yeah, he needs to go. He needs to get packed and uh, come home so he can." Yeah. <laughs>
1: for sure, man. I, you've given us a, a plenty of time, and we appreciate it so much. Um, if I could ask you one more thing, <clears throat> tell Ted he needs to come on the show. <laughs> Just saying,
4: oh,
5: yeah. Just saying. hey, hey, I've talked
1: to his dad. I've been on a show with his dad. His favorite beer is Miller Light. Like
5: Oh, that's a, oh that's a that's a that's a that's a that's a picture perfect beer drinking guy right there. Yeah, he had yeah, oh, he, he
1: wore one of our shirts and had one of our koozies, like oh speaking so, of which, yeah, DM oh, yeah, we gotta
2: yeah, yeah. DM us and we'll get you some swag out.
1: Yeah, we'll send you some of our
2: merch.
1: All right, bud, for sure. Appreciate you, man. Uh, Thanks, Marcus. People, where to find you? You got anything you want people to to look toward or, or donate toward if they get a chance before you go?
5: Um, I mean, you guys seen this, you know, my social media channels, just, uh, you can just search my name on any of them, but uh, Instagram, it's MB, two underscores, and 21. And then on Twitter, it's MB, underscore, Boiler, 21. Still so throwing the Still uh throwing showing love to Purdue there with the username. But uh yeah, I say I really don't have anything coming up. I'll you know if I do then I'll have to let you guys know to promote it. So
4: yep. yeah, and we we'll, are oh, all
1: for that, man. Thank you for your time.
5: Yeah, thanks guys. Good thanks, day. Marcus. Good day.
3: See hey,
1: Marcus.
0: Good day. Man, what a jewel.
1: Good dude. Yeah, they That's gave nice. us almost a solid hour, man. That's awesome. Um you guys ready to go ahead and end this one? Yeah, yeah. I got. I I, go mean, to you, the there. I was going to say you've been getting yelled at for half the episode already, <laughs> Derek. So yeah, appreciate yeah, you all in the chat. Sorry we couldn't get more uh, questions, comments in. We had a lot of our own man. It's it's rare yeah. to to get a player on and just uh, it's a good dude. I hope you guys like the interview and you know we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll try to support the man anyway going forward. Oh, man, if somebody gives us anything, like it's like, oh, that's the least we can do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's tenfold give back, give to charity, do what we can do to help them. Because I mean that's super cool to take your time. Yeah, yeah. that you don't have to do that for us. And, 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 so and shout out quick, to Marcus for that.
2: Crib keeper, I did see the the little comment about the ashless chaps. Those are in the red room. So those aren't out here. I don't have those here.
1: So. You and the ashless chaps, huh? <laughs> All right, man. Well, boys, it's been a fun one. Hootay. Yep. Nice
4: Hootay.
0: Hootay, baby! Let's go! It's time! Stripes, Cincinnati, we gon' rise in awe. In the jungle, we unite in awe. Stripes! Trippin' orange and black and white. Hootay, when we fight, live and die in these stripes. Uh. Now who gotta move, rockin' on? Stripes, now who? Now who wanna move out If you got stride, sing it, let the city know you rock 'em. Yeah, we got em, yeah, we fought Like that black, ain't Lord your Father. Bingo ball never stop it. To the beast of Easton, all em.